Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to Boarding Party's D&D Campaign. Featuring Bentley Woods CJ D. Blackwater Milo Ruder and Phoebe Wilhelm. I'm Drew, the Game Master for the Laris region. Phoebe heads back to her old stomping ground to lend a hand in Abercrag Medical Center for a few weeks and finds the place overwhelmingly busy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mr. and Mrs. and MXs around the whole world, cats, dogs, fish, and horses who have tuned in, welcome. It'd be so cool if people were playing this for their horses. Oh, can you imagine? Horse game. <laughs> I'm scared of horses. <laughs> welcome to yet another sort of final preparations yes little little end games set up mm -hmm. this time at long last i'm joined by phoebe i'm here yes now forget everything that you've learned in the last couple episodes because we got to roll the time back because mm. phoebe has about a week to kill to catch up with everybody else and then we're okay. gonna go a week ahead of everyone else oh we are so don't even worry about it well, you said you wanted to hang out here for two weeks. It's okay. If Fair. you change your mind, <laughs> <laughs> then we'll just abruptly cut. <laughs> when I'll be like, what? No, Fade to I, black I and directed like by Larry David. That's an appropriate amount of time to try to learn a massive amount of yeah. medical information. I would say so. Like, or, or, or brush up on it. Yes. You know? So, on that note, mm. Feebles, as you head back, to the Ambercrag Medical Center. Your friends have sort of gone their separate ways. Mm -hmm. They've all sort of scattered to the winds. Yeah. Dee's headed towards the coast. Milo's flying off. Actually, he didn't even come with you guys. He left from Greengate. Bentley and CJ travel with you to Ambercrag and then take off. run off towards the, the woods estate. Oh, okay. Um, you are the one that will have... The manor and access to all of its secrets every night. So if there's anything that you want to handle in there, mm. you're the only one that can go in there right now because 
<laughs> Everyone else is camping under the stars. <laughs> or just sleeping in like a hole. I'm glamping. Yeah. <laughs> full on glamping. You're like, I live better out here than I do at home. <laughs> wow. That's true. Okay. Um, I might after do a couple things in the, the manor, but I don't sure. want to do it first. Yeah. So. Again, you are the only one that can do it. Mm. Uh, and a lot of the, a lot of what, how I've been handling these is yeah. if you tell me like, oh, I want to spend a week or two weeks doing this one thing. Okay. We'll play for like an hour mm -hmm. and it's going to seem like one super busy day, but those are like highlight snippets. Okay. That way we don't really sense. break the flow of events, but it also isn't like, well, you have a 15 minute break. Yeah, we don't need to. That way we kind of ignore level. those. Yeah, yeah. that so, makes sense. To get us started, as you head through the Amber Crag Medical Facility, ready yes. to brush up on those doctoring skills. Yes. There are so many people in Amber Crag compared really? to the last time you were here. Okay. The, for lack of a better word, like like civilian people or all, all of the above. Like the National Guard has been deployed. Okay. There are and a few dozen like engineer types out here that seem to be working on various sort of build sites. Lots and lots of trucks are coming from the ports. Okay. With just like big steel beams and building okay. supplies. And there are a ton of like FEMA tents set up everywhere. Okay. Lots and lots of extra medical personnel on staff. Okay. Uh, and even with all the extra hands, they still look completely overwhelmed. Really? There's just... There are... People and critters being just dragged in, carted in, carried in, in all, all manner of disrepair. And the hospitals, it's buzzing and not in like a good way. Like okay. they are busy. They are slammed. It is all hands on deck. And you see three sort of tabs on the wall of like extra help needed. Okay. As you walk in, you're like... All right, hospital, I'm back. <laughs> I'm ready to help. There are, yes, there are three specific areas that are in need of assistance, and okay. it says contact this doctor for this thing. Okay. Um, there is a Dr. Hansen mm. who is looking for assistance in the sort of emergency, not like ICU, but like the emergency room. Okay. So like broken bones, um, sort of triage stuff. Right, so the entry point. Yeah, so kind of... triage. Yeah, if you're okay. like, I'm not dying, but like, can you set a bone? Well, somebody could be dying. That is in. true, that is true. Um, so that is what Dr. Okay, Hansen so is looking for help Okay, so he's ER in. zone. Yes. Okay. Um, there is... Because it's going to get a little bit weird because I'm not like a... I don't watch a lot of like Grey's Anatomy or stuff. I don't really know how hospitals break down. Are we going but... into the like house area? No. Yeah. <laughs> the weird so it's like, there's like house. And he's like, this this patient has too many mouse bites. And he's like, I prescribe more mouse bites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a Dr. King looking for Ew. assistance in the emergency wing. Um, specifically trauma surgery. Okay. So, so that's kind of surgery. Yeah, this is, that is like, if you want some hands-on assistance surgery. in like... Um, amputations oh boy. and transplants oh, no, no, no. that's like emergency surgery and okay. they need a ton of help and we'll get oh, into boy. we'll get into the why oh, boy. um and there's someone okay. there's a dr ulane looking for assistance in the infectious disease ward ulane yes in the 
infectious diseases. Yes. And there are, to make it simple, there's a there's a bunch of quadrants of this hospital, but the three that need help are like immediately to the left. There's some armed guards positioned. Oh. Um, that's the emergency ward. Okay. Um, and as you kind of pop in, everybody's a buzz. Like there, the there, champion is lot. here. Oh, okay. And the champion is over there specifically. In so the emergency th- room? Yes. Because as, as you may have heard I- from the emergency broadcasts, the champion's in a bad way. Just the way that they were sort of carried in here. Okay. With two shattered legs. Right. They're, they weren't doing great. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're in emergency care. Um, okay. Nobody is in except for their doctor. Okay. Um, mostly for the doctor's safety. Right. Because they can't get the Urshifu to leave the room. I'm surprised they wouldn't move the, the champion to like a private area. Yeah, so they're in they're in kind of the emergency room and then just under watch because they don't know how the strongest human fighter is suddenly oh, reduced. Quick question. I guess I yeah. can investigate a little bit. Absolutely. Did it say in the news thing? Because I don't remember. Are they unconscious? Yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. they have not regained consciousness since being sort of carried okay. in here. Okay. So they apparently they walked away from you purely on adrenaline, and then the Urshifu ran them from Greengate to Ambercrag yeah, in under two hours. Yeah, I remember hours. that. And then, yeah. okay, but she hasn't woken up. She has not woken up. Okay. So they're like, under no circumstances does anybody see her until we know exactly what happened. Right. Because nobody knows. Okay. This person disappeared like 30 years ago, shows up the exact same age, but completely battered, and they're right. like... This is not normal. This is an X-File. Yes. So that is, that's sort of the emergency wing. Okay. The sort of ER basic trauma stuff. With Dr. Hansen? Yes, with Dr. Hansen. That's on the second floor. Okay. And those are non-critical patients. They need a ton of help. Okay. But nobody is like, if they were going to die, they get brought down to the emergency wing and they're like, okay, operate on them immediately. Okay. Okay. The infectious disease ward, as Phoebe would know, is a separate entrance that leads down into a basement. So it's very secluded, and there's a lot of sort of protocols in and out. Okay. But they also need a ton of help. Right. And then the surgery one? That is the sort of emergency wing. Oh, it is? That's okay. like, yeah. Stat- Basically, everybody help. everybody that pops in will go through Dr. Hansen, and they get sort of sent to the proper wing of where they need to go. Okay. That's why they're like, we need help bad. There's a lot of people coming in. Okay. But it just depends... So basically, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna throw to you is yes. wherever you go, whichever doctor you work with, will kind of determine the skill set you'll pick up on. Right. So there's the infectious disease ward. Right. There's the sort of field trauma, and there's basically like amputations and transplants and prosthetic limbs and things like that. Right. Okay. Um. Let's. Can I just real quick? Yeah. Since I'm in the hospital, can I just look at a TV and like, is there a, a just the, the current broadcast, whatever it is? Yes. Um, it doesn't have to be related to like the champion. I'm just curious. What's yeah. No. Being right now, still. like the big, the big news, it's the still... big news story. They always circle back to like, so the champion was found. Okay. We have okay. no idea. So they're what still happened. talking about it. Okay. That's like decade changing news yeah um but otherwise it's pretty pretty constant of various attacks in various areas okay um a lot of coverage of people are being flown in to amber Craig from various towns for treatment for treatment oh. you guys are the regional hospital 
So it oh is busy. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like as you look, like even as you're just kind of taking That's... all this in, there are like dozens of people being just carted off to various places. Okay. There's lines out the door of like people that are like, kind of have a headache. And they're like, oh, over there. Okay. Get out of here. Like you're not, we can't help you right now. And I'm allowed, I guess I could ask the doctors when I go in, but mm -hmm. am I allowed to bring my, some people, right? Some of my team, yeah, squad? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If they're, because you are a sort of, this is your job. Right. You just took some time off to go travel the world. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to put in like a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm just going to work for a while. Pay me. And they're like. We don't pay you. No, but we need the help. <laughs> so get on in here. Fine. I'll do it pro bono. <laughs> Pro bono. Even though I'm I love you skills. too. Pro bono. Pro bono. <laughs> All right. I think that um, hmm, I'm going to go. To make it easy, where would you like to go first? Yeah, I think the first. They will all accept your help at any time. Yes. But... I think considering. Because I. This is my debate as Phoebe, right? Yeah. I can. I, I definitely want to go to infectious diseases because maybe that can shed some light on the like transmission mm -hmm. of the the moon touched maybe yeah. not maybe maybe not Who knows? um but for sure i need like hands on like when when we're in in the sauce and in lots sauce. of stuff is happening i need to be able to help out in that capacity which is going to be like yeah. intense that's not going to be I have, you know. Yeah, because as you've seen with the with the moon touching, a when fungus. Milo is not present, you have a couple options for treatment. There's sort of death, which is to be avoided. There's <laughs> there's one solution: the, death. <laughs> yeah, in the case of like a Wadsworth style partial infection, yeah. amputation works. Okay, it will prevent the spread. Okay. Um. But beyond that, without being able to literally purify. Like extract. Yeah. Without Milo's ability of like, they just got moon touched. Let me fix that for you. Right. You kind of have to do the Gumi hunt tail route of beat them to within an inch of their life. And then Milo can do the thing. So far, those have been the only methods that you've seen that have been effective. Right. So the infectious disease ward is like running crazy. Now... Is there anywhere I get, uh, you know, I'll ask the doctors when I get, pick one. All right. Um, let's do, let's, I'm going to start out with Dr. Hansen. Dr. Hansen. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You head up to the second floor and you see a, see a very, very tired looking guy. And he's just, he's, he's got the whole like surgical mask and stuff. And they offer you all the, all the PPE. We don't have to cover it. Right. But you you know to glove up, mask up the yeah. whole the whole schmack and deal. Yeah. Um, as they they kind of get you all covered up and you walk in. He's a relatively friendly fellow, yeah. despite the circumstance. Okay. He kind of perks up as you walk in. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. I received word from downstairs that perhaps you are here to assist us yes. in this extremely busy time. Yeah, it's very busy. It is. Delightful to meet you. I'm Dr. Hanson. I'm I'm Phoebe. Pleasure to meet you, Phoebe. Well, welcome to Well, you you work here. Welcome welcome to work. It's very busy. <laughs> 
When did when did it really pick up like this? About a week ago. Oh, really? It's been quite busy ever since. I flew in, not but maybe two, maybe three days ago. I haven't slept much. The days all feel the same. Oh, okay. Yes, there are a, a great many um, creatures in need of our assistance. Um, perhaps you can assist me with one such case. Yeah, absolutely. Follow me if you would. And he'll kind of hustle on over, kind of creak a door open, and you see in the corner of a room that has a bed where this creature was originally laying, there is a very spiky yellow and white dog, and it's hiding in the corner, mm. and it's got kind of purplish-black veins around its eyes, kind of leaning down. This this poor fellow was uh, just flown in from Hilmuth a few a few hours ago, um, we have found no record of it having a trainer, um, and it doesn't seem to have a capture device, so we cannot get it to comply. It is broken out of all of our attempts, so we figure it, it must belong to someone. Yeah. But it, it appears to be quite badly poisoned. But oh. not in the traditional senses. We haven't quite figured it out. I could use a fresh set of eyes. Okay. And only its eyeballs are all That's like kind of what catches you at first, is it's, it looks like there's just this sort of pulsing venom almost around its eyes, but you do notice it is like kind of all through its body, but it's okay. very prominent in the face where the skin is sort of thinner. Okay. So it's not, you've tried the typical stuff? We like have antidotes. tried antidotes and... Um, Yes, and we had it on a healing table for a few moments, but that didn't seem to take an effect. Oh. So it seems to be some sort of various poison. We've we've gathered that much, but the the poor deer won't let us get close enough to get a better look. Mm. Perhaps it just needs a skilled trainer to okay. calm it down. Yeah, I'll. I mean, I'll definitely try. Do I need my... Here we go. Found it. And if at any point you think that one of your teammates might be able to assist, you can do that as well. Right. Okay. That is always an option. Okay. Or if you just want to take a look at them. I think I'm going to try okay. first to Very see good. if I can get a better idea. Okay. Then we if have a couple closer. options. Um, you may, if you'd like to examine from a distance, you can do medicine, or if you'd like to try to get closer and get a better look, you try to make a Pokemon handling. Okay, let's try Pokemon handling. Okay. Okay, here we go. Points closed. Fingers crossed. 18. 18? Okay. It immediately starts to kind of bristle and lightning starts to kind of arc between and Dr. Hanson goes, oh, well, good... Good luck. I'll I'll be right here. And he's like kind of around the door. And he's like, Thanks, you're doing great. Doc. As you approach, um, he seems pretty ill-suited for veterinary work. Mm. He knows his stuff, but he's not super comfortable with a Jolteon that could kill him with Zappa. a high-voltage shock. But as you walk in, very calm. Um, what does what does a super high Pokemon handling look like from Phoebe? What sort um, of method? Are you doing the, the Chris Pratt? Are we doing the 
the Mark Wahlberg. Hey, it's all right. Come here. <laughs> or some uh, other version. Okay, we're not doing the Chris Pratt psychic, yeah, clicker, clicker move. <laughs> Sit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to approach, okay, like with caution. Yes. And uh, maybe like hold out my hand just in a non-threatening manner, like so it can like smell it, okay. like you would a dog that's yeah. that's cornered and ill. Very you know? good. So okay. just to be like, listen, I want to help you. To okay. convey that as much as possible, so non-threatening. Okay. So you're just... Ooh, um, I'll take... No. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to approach up first. Okay. See how that goes. Just approach, hand yes. out. Hand out so it can okay. smell it if it it's, wants. Yeah. It's a little nervous at first. Yeah. But you're like, no sudden moves. Yeah. I just calmly... am not afraid. <laughs> Kind of approaches it's very I'm bristly. Not. Listen, if I get zapped right now, it's probably a better. You're in the best place than, <laughs> that well, you could possibly. Yeah, be. but then, then then to be moon touched after watch my friends yeah. be taken out. Um, yeah, I'll take this. The Jolteon will kind of. There's no fear. Sniff your hand. Okay. And then give it like a very gentle lick, and it's got a very sandpaper textured tongue. Hmm. Sort of like a cat's tongue. It's very dry. Okay. Is that the norm? Make a medicine check with a reasonable DC. Pretty easy. Medici? Yes. Medici. 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 That's at 23. Okay, this Jolteon is incredibly dehydrated. Oh. As its sandpaper-like tongue should feel more like a dog's than a cat's. Okay. But it feels much more like a cat's tongue at the moment. Then, Okay. You can see a lot of its sort of muscles are very tight around, as if begging for moisture, but they do not have any. So, um, I'm getting... Okay, so while it it seems like he's dehydrated, or she, it, Jolteon, right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She, they. She, they. (laughs) Sure. Um, Let's go with that. Could we... What's the best way to get water? I mean, an IV would be the quickest, but I don't know if this thing's going to let me poke be, it. It might be, but it might it might be a little bit nervous. Yeah, to poke it. Yeah. Although I will say from your medicine check, you do also see kind of under the sort of like big spiky collar. Yeah. As it's kind of letting you get a little bit closer. There are two big puncture marks. Oh. Kind of right there. And they're pretty evenly spaced apart. Um, and I'm not going to make you roll because you have scars to match. Oh. Exactly what kind of poison or venom might be coursing through this poor creature right now? It's always it all comes back. It always comes back to these dang spiders. (laughs) These spiders. Yeah. Are they literally exact? Oh yeah. Like it's like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as to say it's the exact same ariados. Right. But it is definitely. That's what the bite is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like something else. Yeah. Okay. In, well, in perfect house capability, you're like, that's an Ariados bite because <laughs> I have one right here, as you can see. He's like, I can't believe you didn't uh, test for Ariados venom. Amateurs. And they're like, God, he's good. I've never watched house. I just assume that's how he is. Okay. Well, it's definitely, yeah, Ariados poisoning. Ah, well, if it is Ariados poisoning, perhaps a bout of Ariados anti-venom. Is an order. Yeah. Do you have that on hand? I believe we do. 
That's good. And he'll he'll kind of like usher along and, and grab someone passing the hallway. He's like, I need uh, an amount of CCs of Oreo's anti venom. Some water. And some water, perhaps in an IV form. Yeah. And a bowl. Could try that. Bowl. Some ice. Eat ice okay. cube. About a minute passes. These things are brought to you. Okay. And uh, Dr. Hansen will kind of walk in with you, kneel down before the Jolteon, who's looking at you and is like, all right, do it. <laughs> okay. Whatever wait, you gotta do. Wait, how do we have to do with the anti-venom? Do you eat the, a capsule? So they bring in a little, like, a little bottle of it okay. with a needle. Oh, boy. And they kind Why? of... Why? What? And Dr. Hansen kind of... You don't have like a nasal spray, Dr. Hansen? Unfortunately, kind of... no, it does need to be administered at the bite site. Oh, boy. He's like, it's quite simple if you ever find yourself in need of doing this and kind of just holds the um, the sort of skin out where the two bite marks are. Okay. I'm and just right between. Reassure the and just Jolteon. And it goes. Ah! And immediately you start to see some relief. Okay. As the anti venom starts to kind of take its course. Yeah. The purple around the eyes gets a lot less intense. Okay. Still there. Right. But start it gets a little, little bit less intense. They bring in a bowl of water, and it just begins to lap up some of the water there. He's like, well, excellent work for your um, for your first time Back? working yeah. with, with me. Yeah. It was very good. Good thing I got bitten by a spider before. You know, I suppose it is quite fortunate yeah. in the present, given that you are okay from your spider bite. True that experience comes in many forms <laughs> personal <laughs> very well fellow and kind of pats the jolteon on the head who's like thanks is it a lot less defensive now that yeah. it's okay now that now that the venom is not sort of pulsing through its eyes it's like <laughs> ah! it's like shall we yes on to the next yes yes very good next one on it and you can see um, another sort of caretaker comes in to just sort of keep an eye on the Jolteon. Okay. So you head... Is it a Chansey? No. Okay. No, it is a, it is a human. Okay. <laughs> a human person. <laughs> As you uh, walk down to the sort of a little ways down the hall into the next room. Now here is another fellow. This one we know for a fact to be wild. As it sought us out of its own accord. We what? are really? unfamiliar as to the... Nature of what would have wounded it, because it is a cacturn, and oh. they have no flesh to consume. So whatever attacked it sort of either did so as out of a mistake or is just pure malice. Okay. He'll swing the door wide, and you see a very badly slashed up cacturn. Oh. And it's kind of just, like, gashed open, and there's a lot of, like, fluid just kind of oozing around it, uh. and you can see parts where it has tried to stitch itself back together with needles. Interesting, okay. And it's like... Help. It didn't work. <laughs> it no. really didn't go well. That was a good effort, though. That's... <clears throat> wow. Can you put the insides <laughs> back in? Hopefully. And it's just... Oh. What's coming out? It's like a... Like it's a mixture of, like, kind of gelatinous cactus flesh. Okay. And, like, a sort of exterior 
skin bark skin right whatever the, a cactus has on the, the rough, outside yeah yeah and there's just these big needle punctures that go like Ooh. partially through Ooh, buddy he had the right idea yeah he's probably seen someone with stitches was like how hard can it be <laughs> but didn't realize that you kind of need like string needles on my butt yeah he's like i can do this it's like using a staple gun but the staple isn't really working because it's just a straight line and he's like uh, uh, yeah. Please help. Yeah. It's just. Uh. Hey. Can I take a closer look? Uh. All right. I <laughs> like hobble over, and it's just like. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right. Yes, this uh, this fellow was quite eager to fix himself. Yeah. He had the right idea, but the wrong tools, perhaps. I could use an extra set of hands. Have you ever done stitches before? No. Nope. Properly. Not, not like with um, cactus needles. No. Uh, no. Maybe. Maybe one time. Well. Maybe some time. It's sort of like if you were to sew up a, a, a hole in a shirt, I suppose. Just easy? a little bit messier. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. And he'll kind of bring in some thread. Yeah. He's like, I'll do the first few and okay. then... Pass it to you so that sounds good. We can sort of show you how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And he'll just kind of take the big chunk of flayed skin and just kind of like peel it back up. It is pretty gross. Good thing I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, and the the character itself is like, <gasps> <laughs> right then, and he'll start to stitch him up. Back is seventeen. Not bad. No. Not bad. Okay. He starts to stitch up, and he does, like, one whole side and then half of the other. Okay. And he goes, all right, fellow, try not to move. Now, you just take this needle okay. and just sort of work it through very gently. You have to go all the way through the skin and then under a cross. Try not to cut anything beneath and pull up through the other side. It's like tying your shoes. All right. Right, I'll these. try. Give to me medicine. A medicine check. Okay. I will give you advantage I just because watched. Dr. Hansen is going to assist you as well. Oh, okay, okay. And make sure he's sense. not just going to be like, <laughs> "You do it. I have to leave." I mean, he's with like, how busy are, it is. Yes, honestly, you are assisting I be him. Surprise. Yes, but he's also like, he doesn't just expect you to do his job. Right. He's like, I will teach you what I know. Okay. And then cut you loose if you are like, okay, I get if it. If I seem... Yes. But otherwise, he's more than happy to competent. just have somebody, an extra set of hands with all these. Okay. A competency roll. You can do it. Oh, boy. Okay, you have advantage. Oh. So whatever you do, do it twice. <laughs> okay. That wasn't that bad. With Kaboom! My, with my modifier. Oh, but that, that'll make it a 16. A 16. Very good. You are able to kind of, and in pretty short order with some direction, you're able to finish up some of Fix these sutures as the cactern kind of sits up and they start to bend. He goes, never mind. <laughs> All right. And he just goes. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't want to move. Looks good now. And he pulls all of the needles like out of his palm and is like, high five. Thanks. And then he'll just sort of motion and be like, bird oh big ears bat oh it picked you up was it trying to eat you or take you somewhere what the heck oh you fell on something and that's what cut you or the bat grabbing you okay all right 
Where where was this at? Just points, points in vaguely a into the field. He's like, are these common here? It's like I've never okay. been in a box before. <laughs> where I am I? I have no idea what I direction. <laughs> He's like, fair enough. I saw all these people coming in here, and they all looked <laughs> bloody too. So I was hoping you could help me. Interesting. Well, maybe I'll do some follow up and see what direction he came from. Okay. So he has no idea. He's just he, like, I was. He's up. like, he's like, I was. Where's the sky? <laughs> fair enough. Hold on, I'm just gonna write down. Yeah. Follow up. Yes, um, it will be very obvious to Phoebe, given how much time you have spent in Ambercrag both now and before. Um, Cacturn is one of the sort of native species. They're okay, everywhere. Okay. They usually don't mess with anybody, and nobody really messes with them, mm. on account of they're covered in spikes. And they're generally pretty friendly. They just don't like to be in towns. I mean, this Cacturn, I don't know if I need to do a check, seems pretty just like run-of-the-mill, like... Wasn't up to anything. No, he seems pretty pretty upfront. He's like, I was in the field. Yeah. And then Out I was nowhere. in the air. Okay. And then I was on the ground. Okay. And ow. Yeah. Yeah. Your your giant gashes yeah. bear out that story. Okay. Well. Appreciate it, Cacturn. Yeah. Don't try that again. Wouldn't dream of it. Good He's luck. Like, Cactus was not meant to fly. Yeah. No. Keep your eyes on the sky. It's like I will from now on. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a bird big enough to pick me up, so I was good. You said it had big ears, right? Big, huge ears. <laughs> Closed eyes. Mm. Okay. All right. Cool. Stay Very safe good. out there. He's like, you're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> the cacturn was He's trying like, to. Go away! <laughs> I don't have fingers to point at the door. <laughs> Leave my room. Okay. But as uh, as you patch up yet another for Doctor Hanson, it's like, shall we see another, or yes. have you had enough of the trauma wing? Um, let's let's do one more. Very good. All right. On to the next. I believe I could use your sort of calming. Um, abilities on our next fellow. Okay. This one, unlike the last fellow we were just with, does in fact have a registered trainer, though we cannot seem to find them or get a hold of them. Oh, is the Pokeball here? The Pokeball was indeed brought in with the fellow in okay. his one good hand. Oh. I'll explain more when you sort of see him. Okay. How familiar are you with the Charmeleon species? Um, it's entirely your call. You spent some time with Ruby. Yeah. But if you think Phoebe would have seen, Charmeleons are also pretty common for Ambercrag. I know okay. that's sort of counterintuitive for Pokemon knowledge. Right. That a like starter line would be Is everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. But Charmander and Charmeleon very common. Charizard almost never seen. I mean, I definitely know about them. Right. Well, this one seems to have um, had one of its arms removed. What? By some means or another. Um, he, Holy? he did bring it in, though it was uh. um, taken to the infectious disease ward. Oh. It was sort of almost marbled. Uh, Very gross. Like loss of color? Yes, typical of a lot of the individuals that come through the door these days. Especially the last week? Yes, definitely in the last week. 
all of these attacks across the region have been really getting out of hand. Yeah. But let's have a look at this fellow. And as uh, as he opens the door, you see a Charmeleon just kind of propped up on on a hospital stool almost because he's got this sort of long flaming tail. No good to sit him in a in a bed. He would just light it on fire. <laughs> um, he's just kind of sat there, and his his arm is indeed missing. The left the left arm, to be specific, wait, has been sort of removed. You said Doctor Hansen. He came in without the arm. Well, he was carrying it. Oh. He brought it with him. So you guys didn't remove the arm? No. Okay. No. As far as we can tell, he removed it himself. Oh. The sort of removal process is a bit jarring. You can see it's not a clean cut or break. Right. It's like some sawing. And the claws on his right hand kind of show that. They're a little bit dulled. Oh, Oh, boy. And the fellow is very, very barely conscious. Um, and the wound is still bleeding, and um, Dr. Hansen will kind of approach. Um, as you can see, he is in need of cauterization, but being a fire type, we're having a bit of an issue. Oh. Finding a means to cauterize his wound, because the fiery nature is preventing it. And usually when we perform an amputation, we are prepared. Yeah. But this was sort of done in the field, as yeah. the Charmeleon just half opens one eye and is like, heh, eh, eh. This is, this is rough. Rough indeed. Um, okay, so you, you tried to cauterize it, but you couldn't? We have tried a few times, but we can't quite get our materials hot enough. Oh. It's... Charmeleon here runs in the high almost 200s under the skin. Mm. It's a bit difficult to cauterize a wound when it's nearly as hot as the tool we would use. Do you have a tool that can take, like, being heated? Even I imagine we do, but we don't really have anything to heat it hot enough. So we may need, perhaps, another bound. I was thinking perhaps we could use some bandages on it and just see where we get with that. But ordinary bandages do, in fact, burn away. Mm. Now, here's where I would like to pick your brain as you have traveled the world. We have another patient in nearby that I believe may be of some assistance, but it may require some persuasion. Okay. Uh, we have a Dusclops. Are you familiar with the species? Ghost, right? Yes, big sort of fellow made of mostly of bandages. Mm. Now, we've got him. He seems to have caught himself on one of the cattle fences and mostly unraveled. Um, however, he does not want us to rewrap him for one reason or another. Okay. But you seem to have a way with these fellows, so perhaps you might have a word with him. Okay. To get some bandage? Yes. If you, if you would be so kind as to have a look-see, I will keep an eye on our friend here and okay. try to do what I can. Yeah. He's just across the hall. All right. I go across the hall. Okay. You head across the hall, you see about two-thirds of a dustclops. And it's partially just unraveled. And it's just <laughs> holding... Seen this before? <laughs> um, people in the hospital are like... <laughs> Interesting. Not huh? what I thought. <laughs> yeah. And it's very bizarre because it's bandaged, and then in the spots where it's not, there's just nothing. You just see yeah. clean through, and the bandages aren't attached to anything. Okay. 
and it, you can see like a glove where its hand should be yeah. is just on the ground, and it's just. <laughs> Are they sure he doesn't want to be wrapped up again? <laughs> He's just like. <laughs> the bandages are just falling down. It's not uh, getting worse because he's no longer caught, but it seems like he was just walking. Yeah. And then just like like a roll of toilet paper. He was just getting undone. He was caught on a hook. And then eventually he just started to fall apart. Oh, boy. So he's right. just kind of holding in one arm just this mound of bandages. <laughs> Yeah, you, you've become unwrapped. <laughs> Do you want to re-wrap re yourself? It's not working? Do you want me to try? Okay. I'll try. Okay. Give to me dexterity, or if you're good with it, you may use sleight of hand. Let's see. Uh, or I will, I will say you could make a case for medicine. Uh, my dexterity and sleight of hand are the same. Okay. Um, let's... I feel like it could fall under medicine if I'm, uh, trying a, a like, a tight wrapping technique, right? Not your typical, yeah. like, let me just slap this on here. Let me just... This bad boy can fit so many insides in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna... I mean, if... Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I did, it was too intense. So I wanted something that's just tense. Is this not more tense? That I just uh, really love this song. Good. Okay. Well, let's do. I'll do dexterity. Okay. I believe in you. Good luck. Natural 20 on the die. Okay. Your first pass through is literally a pass through. Okay. Um, as you very quickly piece together, it's it's kind of like if you were to take a dust clops and like take a bite out of it. Mm. In the sense that the bandages have just kind of lost their form. Okay. Um, but you tap into the sort of bizarre ethereal nature of your time in Wilhelm Manor. Yeah. And imagine the rest of the dustclops shape. I'll be like, do you and want you're able special? to just you want anything special added to you, like a little wing or wing. <laughs> As you're wrapping around, <laughs> you you kind of go, you yeah. catch like the bottom of it, and he's like, whatever you're doing, <laughs> don't stop. And you manage to not only patch up this fellow, but you notice that the bandage roll yeah. never gets smaller. Okay. You just keep going. And you're like, mind over matter. <laughs> Whatever, it's working. <laughs> as, you're, as you're able to rewrap this fellow and then just kind of go around and you give him this very bizarre, like, bandaged set of wing. Yes. As he's just... Is it oh. what? <laughs> now you can just float Ooh. over things <laughs> and give you a big hug and it's very bizarre because you know that there should be substance under there right. but the bandage just completely gives way 
It like starts to envelop you and then it just just lets you back out. Comes back. And you yeah. see there's still just that kind of edge of bandage hanging from the top of the wing and he's like Would you mind? Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> You're going to be a pretty rare Pokémon. <laughs> he's just delighted. Um can I borrow some of your bandage? Just like a little, some piece. And he hands you the roll. Thank you. Roll it up. What? Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and then he just, it just takes oh. off through the wall. All right. See you later. And you just see in the daylight a big old ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be getting, getting caught on any uh, cattle fences ever again. Yeah. Because he'll never land. <laughs> I'm never coming down. I'm flying away. Now I'm curious. I want to test it out. This piece of bandage that he gave yeah. me, does that keep going and going? Or is it like a It, a it does amount? seem to be a nigh infinite amount of bandage. Oh, that is sick. Yeah. <laughs> Because that was a natural 20, so oh, you get that's rewarded. sick. Yeah, so you have, um, you can write anywhere that you will remember, endless bandage. Endless bandage. Because it literally does not run out. Come on now, how useful is this going to be? Incredibly. <laughs> endless uh, bandage. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's sick. Endless bandage. Oh man, of all the things you could have gotten, I'm so excited sick. to get that one. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, cut it in half. Or I guess. Oh, like down cut a, the cut a piece. Like... Cut a piece off. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because I'm assuming the other. If I do that, they'll both. So as soon as you sever it, there's a spot that looks like a like a gauze that's been rolled up. Okay. If you were to unravel that and cut it, this becomes a tangible piece. That makes sense. Yeah. So like. This part will always be infinite, but once you oh, cut, once it, cut it, it becomes, it becomes a, piece. a finite piece of bandage. Uh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, so if, if you start from one end, you could wrap something infinitely, nearly. Okay. All right, cool. I'm, I'm gonna cut off. Well, no, I'm not gonna cut off. I'll go back to the room. Okay, back to the the Charmeleon. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Head back to the Charmeleon, and you see, Doctor Hansen is sort of like calming him down and holds out a piece of coal and he's just nibbling on it. <laughs> wow, okay. That's how they do. Well, I was able to get some bandage. Oh, phenomenal! I knew that fellow was... had a heart of gold in there somewhere. I couldn't really find any yeah, that was internal really weird. organs. Yeah, but I couldn't either. As far as I can tell, the fellow is uh, more, of, more of a ghost than anything else. Yeah. But well done you yet again, Phoebe. You are a a wunderkind, as it seems. <laughs> a true blessing. Thank you. You're like, go on. Don't stop, Dr. Hansen. <laughs> I'm all ears. Now then, um, perhaps if we were to try the application of some of this bandage, as I do believe, yeah. it may in fact be cold enough to cool down oh. Charmeleon's wounds, which may indeed staunch the flow of blood as well. He's just been bleeding out this whole time? He has. We've been 
sort of keeping him, and you see there's a little blood bag attached to oh, his good okay. arm. Okay. Um, just keeping him intact, but they've just been putting towels on it. He just keeps going. Oh, uh, boy. Okay. Because he runs, he runs hot. All I right. know lizards are cold-blooded, but he's literally on fire. <laughs> we, I can't. I, what do we do? <laughs> so they're like, we, I can't cauterize a lava lizard. <laughs> it won't work. All right. Let's give Come it a on. try. All right. Roll me a medicine check. Once again, with advantage, because you've managed to secure yourself a lovely roll of endless bandages. It means eventually the blood will have to stop pooling through. Because <laughs> it is only so soluble. All right. Uh, that's going to be 24. 24? You do have advantage if you'd like to see if you crit, but 24 sure. is very sufficient. Oh, I did crit! <laughs> He well, I build him a new arm with the bandage. <laughs> yeah. So as you um, as you take this bandage, do you? I imagine you could do that yeah, if you yeah. were to think about it, because that is the nature of this bandage. Oh, okay. It won't be a functional arm, but, but you can wrap it, and he'll feel a little bit normal. Okay. Um, but as as you will be made aware, just over time in here, um, there is a doctor on site that is good at making prosthetic limbs. Okay. Um, but. You make a good facsimile for now. You're yeah. like, well, no one will even know. Yeah. And he's like. Looks good. <laughs> Did the bleeding stop at least? That was the main. Seems to have. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the very edge of it kind of lines with blood. And then the nature of the bandage seems to just sort of staunch the flow. Okay. And then just kind of grow a little bit constrictive. Mm -hmm. But he stops bleeding. And then there's just sort of this big cast hanging down. It's almost like living bandage. It is, kind of. I guess that makes sense if it, there's nothing underneath it. Mm -hmm. it, will it, hold, it would be the bandage. It will hold to a structure that you hold it to, as this thing is from the ethereal plane. It's yeah. It can see what isn't there but is supposed to be. Mm. And it can see what's there that's not supposed to be. And right now, it sees an arm. Mm. So you're like, Hex! <laughs> have an arm! <laughs> He's like... Like, he can move it? He can move it. But it's it's, it's not, not like a rigid, But it's like, it kind of flops around a little bit. But for now, yeah. at the very least, he's not bleeding and he seems happy. Okay. Cool. This is some cool bandage. <laughs> We'll get you a better one later. And Dr. Hansen is like, you continue to impress. You've, I don't know how you did the, you must be really good at origami. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> My cool. goodness. That's ridiculous. Um. <laughs> So you said he has a Pokeball that he came in with. Yes. But the trainer's not. They have been so far unable to find or get a hold of the trainer. Do they either. know who the trainer is then? Yes. Who's the train? Do you mind? Is this uh, a HIPAA violation, Dr. Hanlon? Who's the trainer? Uh, well, I mean, you kind of are working there. That's, um, that's and true. As long as I don't share the information. It's sort of a like an open call of like, hey, have you seen, have you seen this this guy? Um, let me see if I have... Oh, so they're trying to contact the trainer. Yes, they okay. are actively looking okay. for this person. Yeah. 
Um, Mind if I, uh... I... Look at his I am file. blanking, but I'm fairly certain the trainer's name was... Evan? Evan? Think. I don't have that doc pulled up, but I'm fairly certain. Okay. Um, I will get back to you when I figure that out later. Okay. But for now, um, yes, they do. They do have a name of the trainer, um, but nobody has seen him. Hmm. And this Charmeleon doesn't seem particularly anxious to go out and find Evan. No, he's, at the moment at least, is just extremely caught up on the sort of flopsiness of his arm. Yeah. He's like, ooh, gross. Okay. And, uh, Dr. Hansen, do you remember how he, like, came in? Did somebody bring him in? Um, no, he walked most of the way into town and then collapsed. And someone found and him and then someone, him in. Yes, one of the assistants outside helped carry him in. Okay. This odd. A little odd. Yes. Well, he is welcome to remain here until we track down the trainer. Yeah. Okay. Rest assured, we have plenty of space despite how busy we are. A lot of folks are just sort of patched up and sent along sent on their way. Okay. Do you know, um, you said that there's been a lot of the, the like, colorless... Yes, um, I... I fear my um, experience with them is quite limited. I do send them to the infectious disease ward, as we were instructed to do. Are they all sent there? Yes. Okay. Um, anyone even remotely suspected of sort of the sickness yeah. is um, sort of brought below so as, it, so as to avoid the spread. Okay. That's good. We know it is primarily caused by exposure to a specific subspecies perhaps of Elgium. Yeah. But we um we know precious little beyond that. Okay. And you're not sure I'd have to go to the ward to see if Yes, um I can progress? I can put in a word yeah. with um Doctor cool. Ulane for you if you would like to Yeah. Sort of check in down there. I imagine they could use help, help. just as much as I did. But you have put me quite far ahead of the curve. Okay. And I must thank you for that. No problem. Um, so from your couple days of helping... Dr. Hansen. Dr. Hansen. Um, These were the highlights, people. Highlights. Yes. Highlights, people. Highlights. Highlights. Um, Phoebe, you now have expertise in medicine, if you didn't already. Yeah, um, I don't know if I did. And... I don't think so, but... Okay. So you have expertise in medicine, which... What does that change I, it to? So basically, you're going to add your proficiency bonus again. So you get an extra, like, three on top of that. You're going to be even better at medicine than you already are. So it would be plus nine? Yeah. Like, it's going to be a crazy good thing. Um, additionally, if a creature is on death saves, you, as Phoebe, can run over to them okay. and use a bonus action. Okay. Stabilize them. Ooh. Then they're not on death saves anymore. Then okay. They don't get up, right, but, but they'll get not, worse. They're you not run over. to save... Wrap them with that magic bandage. Mm. They're not bleeding out anymore. Okay. Additionally, over a short rest, and I'll I'll make sure that you get all this okay, later okay, too, okay. so you don't have to worry too much don't about have it. Have to write it down. Okay. Over a short rest, I will forget if I don't. Yeah. Over a short rest, even if you don't have access to a medical table, once per day you can fully heal a single creature. Uh -huh. Over a short rest. Okay. So you can basically healing table one thing. Okay. From zero to, to full. Normal. Okay. Yeah. 
You can basically do like a max revive on somebody on a short rest. Okay, cool. cool. Um, so that you can do once a day just because it takes that amount of time. You'd I have can. to sit with them for about an hour. Okay. But you can get them from zero to 100 with no... That should no... be a big deal if you're resting. Yeah. Okay. So like, because usually over a short rest, if you guys don't have potions or something, there's nothing they could do. They should have sent the ball because they're like, I hurt. You can fix right. one now. Okay. Um, but yes. Sick. Um, Dr. Hansen will sort of put in a word on a pager, just do 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 and send word down. Dr. Ulane says she's very much looking forward to meeting you. Ooh, and okay. I must thank you again for your help. Incredible assistance today. Yeah. Um, thanks for letting me. And this, these last few days, I suppose. Yeah, thanks for letting me help out. Oh, it, absolutely. It's we, a little rusty. I'm very happy to have an extra <laughs> set of hands, and I believe we are leaving the infectious disease ward in very capable hands. Do you, um, could I get one of these, like, pager? Yes, absolutely. Um, if you see, uh, Kelly down at the front desk, I believe. We okay. have a few extras for all of the folks that are helping out. Um, I'll probably swing by or whatever. We can just pretend like this happened at some point. Yeah. But, um, I would like to just, like, keep in contact. You just want to, like... Yes, tell I Tell me will... if anything crazy comes in here. Yes, if um, any mysterious cases come through. Yeah, yeah. Or if we have a or particularly LGM. jittery. Although I imagine if an LGM comes in, it will be sent to you if you are down there. Okay. Um, that Has... is where we are sort of sending everything. Do you know if any LGM have been wrong? I don't believe so, no. Okay. The, um, the Bureau of uh, Discovery has been sort of handling them for the time being. Oh. As they are the only known instantiations of this sort of sickness from nothing. Um, they've been sort of taking a slightly more violent approach than they might normally. Oh. Yes, it is, it is quite tragic, but as far as I am aware, the LGM are capable of sort of constituting from the rock and soil beneath our feet. So oh. they don't seem to mind too much being put down in droves. Ordinarily, I would object, but given so the... So they just come back? Yes. That's something that Phoebe has seen. Well, I have? These sort of behem that can sort of just rip a bunch of Elgium out of the floor. Oh. In those fights. But what about the behem? I think the I was thinking about the are, Those are like an actual creature. creature that um, they got like... Putting them down is the same as like killing a... a Pokemon? To, yeah. Okay. It would be like putting down any other creature. Any, okay. Um, so your mileage may vary Bahiam. on the morality on that on that scale. Um, okay. Whether or not they even know what they're doing. But the Elgium, as are... far as they can tell, this seems to be a subset of them that are just pulled from the ground, have whatever this sickness is, can spread it extremely quickly, and if you put them down, they could just be reconstituted later. So the Bureau of Discovery figured out real quick, just shut just it down as soon as out. they show up. Okay. Pop those guys. Do I know about this bureau? Is this something that's just part of this world? Um, uh, history this check. New. Is this new to the to the events that are happening? Because our lovely tater tot players have seen them before. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. They are from Alluvia traditionally. Um, they are the sort of mayor's personal security group. Oh, really? Yes. Is that what they were called back then too? Um, I believe so. They may have been... Because I'm trying not to make them the FBI, which is literally the Bureau <laughs> of Investigation. So they are currently, and I believe they were at the time, the Bureau of Discovery. I just need to find the uh, uh, the X-File equivalent in this world. 
Of, yeah. What's his name? Mulder. Mulder. Yeah. I couldn't think of his name. It's like, gotta the show. Me, man. <laughs> Aliens. I gotta find the Mulder of the Bureau of Discovery, and that guy or yeah. lady will know what the heck is up. The one that believes you about things. that. All the aliens. Yeah. Although it is becoming quite obvious to everybody in the world that very clearly whatever's happening is related to the moon. Okay, so everyone um, knows. Yes, everybody is starting LGM very everywhere. quickly to piece things together. Okay. Because because it's happening everywhere. It's happening everywhere, and everybody that gets away has the exact, exact same, same story. story. Right. It's night fell. There was a full moon. Okay. Neuverns flew in. Yeah. LGM came in by the hundreds. Okay. Wiped out as many people as they could, and then they were either driven off or the town was destroyed. And they're seeing the actual and they transition seeing, to moon touch. And they're seeing that process. Okay. So, so they are starting to put things together. And, okay. and because you are sort of hospital staff, nobody's keeping this information from you. Right. They will let you know. They're like, this is the protocol when they come in. Right. Do you see anybody with any signs? And they're starting to get those posters of like... From any zombie movie of like, oh, yeah. signs of infection. Right. All, all pasty white. No eyes. Super angry. Right. Light sensitivity. Um, afraid of fire. Okay. Lack of emotion. Okay. Like these are signs to look. This is for. good. This is good that everyone knows. Yeah, they are. They are catching on because I know a lot of a lot of people are like, how come the world is not freaking out? They totally are. Yeah. But yeah. the tots have been on the road so much they haven't like sat in one spot to That's see the true. response. Yeah, yeah. Um, to the point that Amber Craig has kind of become like ground zero. Where okay. it's a big town that's open, yeah. and you can see things coming from all sides. Okay. There's not a big forest blocking right. anybody's view. There's right. a there's a, a like a field that is a couple days walk out to the coast, okay. and there's a mountain behind them. Very easy to defend. Very easy to get everybody here. Okay. Um, so it's a place that they're sort of gathering. Okay. And uh, Doctor Hansen, you said the Bureau of Discoveries here. Yes, they are the sort of intimidating fellows. The hats and the vests uh, oh, and the guns. Okay, okay that makes they're, sense. They put on a very strong show, but they're so far they've been very helpful in sort of keeping us well defended. Um, we had a few ruffians a few days back try to sort of sneak into a few places, and they were promptly escorted out. Oh, really? Yes, two young boys, I believe. Oh, what? Do you have a description? Uh, yes, one of them... Um, was wearing some sort of weird cat burglar suit, and he pretended to grab a stack of papers and fell on the floor, and they dragged him out. He had dragged another young boy with sort of dark hair and a, um, a, 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 a ball cap, I believe they said, and he was... They were seen walking out of a supply closet. They were promptly escorted off the premises. They were, mm. they were messing around in the trauma surgery wing, so they were very promptly asked to leave. Wow. They sound like a couple of idiots. Yes, we, um, it is our strong belief they had come in to sort of steal supplies. Oh, really? Well, they were seen in a supply closet. Nothing was missing, thankfully, but... Fair enough. Far as we can tell. But the Bureau was very quick to have them removed from the premises. Hmm, okay. You don't, they just took them off the property? Yes, they were just sort of escorted Escorted out the door. Told to Um, leave. I, I can't imagine they were older than 12, maybe 13. Okay. You know how... How children are. Yep. Because <laughs> you're like, yes, I do. <laughs> I am not one of them. <laughs> I don't know these people. I am not a I child not and I don't know them. <laughs> I'm not associated with these people. <laughs> yep. But even if you were, Dr. Hansen has spent a couple days working with you. He's like, you're very clearly not like them. 
that guy off property. So they just took him off property. Yeah. But he will, um, over the, probably at the end of like day one, he'll get you set up with a pager. Okay. Um, and then they'll, they'll set you up in sort of like staff quarters so that you have a room and a place you can go. Okay. Um, you have access to a PC so you can get your Pokemon in and out anytime you want. Okay. You're also more than welcome to sleep in Wilhelm Manor okay. if you want to just gloss over it. Um, four days into this, we don't have to jump to that right now, okay. but four days into this, your scrying orb will recharge. Okay. Just so that that's out there. That's, that's a possibility. Okay. Yes. Um, I wrote it on the calendar so that I would not forget. It is, um, it is literally listed. I'm going to have... Um, I, feel, I feel like a core team of people like okay. with me, like helping out. Sure. Um, given the circumstance, if you wanted to... For sake of example, if you were like... Claremont is gonna go help like bring people in yeah yeah he would not then count against the number of people you have with you okay given what you're doing because you're on hospital grounds you could get like a permission slip basically oh, in, okay in okay. world yeah, lore right, right you could sign Claremont over to help okay and he could then kind of help bring people in and out okay um if if you wanted to have Pontiki and like a, a like a sick wing to just like brighten everybody's day. Right, you could do that. Like those are options available to you. Okay, you don't have to do those things, but no. Um, I... if you want your team to be working in yes. these areas, yes. yes, that is an option available to you because they'll be like, okay, this is Phoebe's execute bunch. Yeah, this is Phoebe's Pichu. Like we know these guys. Like you could just be like, hey, this is Pontiki. This yeah. is kind of what she's all about. Give okay. her a banana. She'll do. She'll do literally anything. They'll do menial label for, for bananas. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I will not. Give me a banana. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. Test me. Okay, I failed. I'll um, do it. Okay, yeah, I would definitely like to do that. Okay. Um, I don't know. Are we getting into we can, specifics? We can or? cover those over time. Okay. If you want, like, to, a couple real real-time days... Okay. To figure it out, okay. you just message me later. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, but that way it's out there for you. Yeah. Because we're definitely... focused mostly on what you're doing. If your yes. team is separate from you, you can just be like, so-and-so does this. Well, and we'll figure it out. I mean, some of it would be separate, but I do want everybody, I guess, to be um, like for us to be able to work as like a well-oiled unit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when it comes down to it. So like for them to get, also sure. have that hands-on mm -hmm. experience. Yeah, so anybody on your team. So, like, if uh, we someone go... like Sage. Yeah, like Sage, because he's got the vines, he's a little more dexterous. Yeah. Um, and also, like, grassy Gumi. terrain can be used as well. Yeah, even, like, yeah. And, like, Gumi can kind of manipulate his goo. Yes. Gumi can, in fact, goo. Um, oddly enough, potentially, um, Shirley is in quite high demand. Okay. Given the sort of. That's good. Sticky and partially acidic properties of the antacid that she produces. Okay. And also its ability to shut down sort of hostile abilities. So if a wild Pokemon were to come in with, say, Flame Body, and they need oh. to work on it. Okay, I see. She I could, see what you mean. She okay. could throw some gastro acid on it, suppress okay. them okay, while okay. they're, like, unconscious for surgeries and yeah, stuff. So yeah, Shirley's like antacid it. specifically is in, like, okay. super high demand if you were to offer it. Yes. We'll do that. Because um, she can also be with you. Um, and just hand out, like, jars of it. Okay. Because she just naturally secretes it, but like usually it's just cart. reabsorbed. Yeah, she's, she's like... She's going around the wards, just like, you need 
You need some you of need my. Some of this? You need some jam. <laughs> How about you? You look. You look like you need some jam. Do you need to be partially dissolved? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to suppress the darkness within? Here you go. Okay. Yeah, I definitely wanted to include them. I can um, also, like I said, I think I'll come up with some specific things. Yep. And then when we go, I think to, I want to go to Dr. Ulana next. Mm -hmm. um, I'll bring it, I'll throw in a couple people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There. Anytime for any of these sort of situations, if you're like, you know who would be super helpful here. Okay. This Just throw them out. Throw them in. Okay. Because um, like Astrid, Moonlight, super helpful. If it's nighttime, you can heal somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody that has like an external recovery move, mm. they're like, please. Okay. Like there are chances running around like crazy. Right. Just doing soft boiled left, right, and center. They're like, here, take the egg. Please. Take the egg. They want the egg anyway. They're just Jesse Pinkman, tears in the eyes. Take it. Take it. Go on. Take it. Take it. Take it from me. Yes. Um, but for the. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Sake of getting myself back on track. Okay. Um, as you head into the sort of infectious disease ward, you have to leave the medical center and sort of head okay. down. It's like it's like a where like an a ambulance bunker? would be dropped down to, and there's a big hazmat symbol on the front. And similar to the second floor, there's a full like PPE setup, but it's like a hot room setup. It is a full hazmat suit, like okay. CDC is guidelines. There, like, restricted entrance, like entry. There would be, um, but Doctor Hansen has sent down word that you were super helpful, and Doctor Ulani is like, okay, so they know I'm coming. Yes, but it is like no one, everyone can't just like go there. Yes, there are two sort of um, bureau Fellas? fellas outside with the rifles, and they're like Doctor Wilhelm, and you're like, that's right, I am. <laughs> For sure. You're like... I for sure am a doctor, and I'm very yes, important. I am a doctor. Yes, I am important. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, as you kind of like scan your, your little hospital ID badge, your clearance level has been upgraded to let you in. Okay. Um, as you kind of get suited up, you see, um, you see a lady 
come walking around the corner in the similar like full suite of gear. Okay. Um, you've got like an internal mask and and sort of goggles and stuff, and then a that big kind of like yellow or white suit that goes over everything. Right. In addition, okay. so that there is no chance. It's like in the it's like in the Last of Us when they're looking at the body, and they're like literally zero chance of they're exposure. They're like bringing in oxygen. Yep. To the exactly. Suit. Okay. And you've got like a big tube that goes on a rack to the top so that you can breathe right. because people tend to get kind of anxious in these things. Um. Okay. But you, so you don't get a ton of detail about her. There's not a lot of physicality that you can see. She just has these kind of dark brown eyes. Oh. She's like, Hi. are you, are you Phoebe? Yeah. From... Yeah. I was just lost in thought. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Uh, Dr. Henson told me you would be coming and that you were extremely helpful upstairs. Oh, that's. I look forward to working with you. I appreciate it. Um, welcome to the infectious disease ward. Yeah. It's. Uh, I should warn you, it's a bit intense down here, so if you ever need a break... Okay. Just excuse yourself and come back in here. We can spray you down. You can head outside for some fresh air. Okay. Um, but it's it's a lot. Is that how many people are working down here? Not many. Okay. A lot of, a lot of folks are hesitant to try to help, given the more violent nature of some of our patients. Yeah. True. <sighs> Makes sense. Well, I suppose we should start by covering what we've learned about the lunar corruption sickness. Yeah, that we you, are calling it. Have you guys made any progress at all? We've made very little, I'm afraid. Oh, okay. We do have um, some some hope in the form of a nice um, creature. I will introduce you to in a short while when we get into the depths of the facility. Okay. Um, his name is Tito, and he has been... Tito? Immeasurably useful in sort of holding back a lot of the spread of the corruption now that it's down here. Oh. So we don't really have a cure, but so far Tito has been able to halt the progression. Um, all by himself? All by himself. The, the poor deer is working harder than any of us to keep this all under wraps. Um... I must insist on some degree of secrecy when you exit from here. We do not want to cause a panic. Right. Um, the Lunar Corruption Sickness, or LCS, or Corruption, whichever you prefer, is incredibly contagious, as we have learned. Um, we seem to have one of the origin cases in here, as well as a few different examples of different species at various Stages. points of... Infection, yes. Um, when they reach a certain point, mm -hmm. the only cure we have so far has been to put them down or put them in an extensive coma. It is not the easiest thing to do, and I will not ask you to do it if you're not comfortable. It is not a decision that we make lightly. Right. But when it becomes obvious that the only thing we can do is hurt them. Right. Any alternative is preferable. We try to do the humane thing. It is a last-ditch effort, but right. it does happen. And I want you to be aware of that up front. And if it changes your mind about helping down here, I understand. No, I I, I definitely still want to help. I get it. Very I've well. I've seen it in the wild a little bit, though. 
that I believe you will not be as surprised as some of our assistants when you see what has walked through our doors. Do you... You said there's a point that they just... They're gone, so to speak. What? Yes, let me show you some of our files before we head further in. Okay. She'll head over to a big sort of monitor display. Yeah. And she can show you they have um, a record of a pseudo-wudo. Okay. Um, typically, as, as you and I know now, pseudo-wudo is rocky. <laughs> very rocky. rocky? <laughs> is, is he rocky? <laughs> he is. Um, so a pseudo-wudo typically is a rock type. Um, and they have various photographs from different angles of a pseudo-wudo coming in okay. with the sort of left-hand branches all white and these sort of leaves had fallen off. The fake leaves that they sort of hold like a little chiller pom-poms. Yeah. Um, that they had turned all white. And then the sort of already rock exterior sort of desiccated and almost looks like marble. Mm. Um, and the typically quite jovial face of the pseudo-wudo at a certain point begins to look almost like a jack-o'-lantern that's been carved very mm-hmm. hastily. Okay. And the eyes get quite jagged okay. and just soulless. And the mouth just sort of disappears entirely. And as that disease progresses further, eventually the photographs that they have of it, it is sort of covering its eyes with its hands. Mm. And it just stands in the back corner of its sort of holding cell. And it's just never moving. I mean, at that point, though, is it once once they become fully, like, lose all color? Or do you think it's happening before that? There is another stage beyond this. Um, Some of the infected um, do transition fully from their species into an Elgium or a Behem. Oh, really? Some species do not. Um, One recently arrived floating down the river is this, and she'll kind of change the slide, and you see something that resembles a polytoad. If it was maybe 35% human. It stands about 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, um, still very frog-like legs and feet, uh-huh. but instead of the sort of more jovial kind of large posture, yeah. it looks sort of like a cave crawler if you've seen The Descent. Um, If you haven't, it's very Mm. pale white, completely hairless. The eyes have covered over, as you've seen with a number of these species. Okay. Um, The typical sort of like throat pouch where Polytoad would make its songs is all desiccated and just kind of pulled in really tight so you can just see the outline of the neck. Okay. Um, And there are some like bullet holes in this thing. It seems like somebody took the liberty of dispatching it. And it's real nasty looking. This is a polytoad species um, common to the lake north of Watalonga. Yeah. Um, But this appears to be the sort of final stage for that species. It seems as though most of the younger forms, if we were to find a polywag, it would likely transition into an Elgium um, in search of a perhaps a stronger host. But when they find something sufficiently capable of Mm. spreading the sickness more reliably, these mutations occur. The eyes will close over any method of 
making sound is usually co-opted for sort of tearing away the reality that we know. And any weaponry that they may have seems to be augmented more for the rapid dispatching of us. Mm. It's a truly frightening stage of events. Yeah. That's, uh... Our world seems to be tearing itself apart. But it is our duty down here to find out if there's a way that we might put it back together. Whether it wants to or not. Yeah, hopefully, uh... I can help do my part. Well, if you're ready to head a little deeper, our... Our first stop is going to be this pseudo here. So you can see that's now just a live camera feed. Hands covering the eyes, facing away from the door. The poor deer is, as far as we can tell, unable to hear us, but can still see, which is sort of the inverse of what we see in a lot of these final corruption stages. Mm. It doesn't particularly enjoy eye contact, so please do not seek it out. And... Stay a safe distance from the glass. Oh, okay. Believe Tito should be along shortly. Okay. He's been helping with the prolonged care of this this fellow. He's not as violent as the others, so we do still have hope for him. Okay. To come back, but how long has he been here? Oh, about a week. A week. What about the polytoad? The polytoad washed up. On the banks a couple days ago. A couple days ago? Okay. I believe around the time you were assisting upstairs with Dr. Hansen. Okay. He was brought in in a body bag, so nobody outside caught a glimpse of him. We've been dissecting for anything, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Now then, she'll kind of approach this very large, almost like a blast door, and kind of scan her credentials and... There's this big decompression as it opens up into a secondary chamber. As the two of you walk in and it closes behind you. <sighs> Hold your arms out, please. She'll kind of T-pose oh, okay. as a, a, a very potent and thick smoke kind of sprays over you. Okay. As you are sort of partially disinfected from the outside, but also just sort of coated in a fine mist. We found that this helps to, one, prevent any new cases from showing up, and two, it does help to prevent any sort of residue from building up on the outside of your suit. It will make it quite difficult to grab things, though. But we are simply here to observe. Okay. As you notice, you're kind of now very slick. You've got these, like, rubber gloves on that are very, very thick, but there's, like, almost no friction to you. The one exception area is the bottom of your shoes. Okay. You're able to kind of... Still grip. But as you walk in, um, you see it's it's like in like Captain America Civil War. They've got that big sort of octagon room of mm. just like plexiglass, like bulletproof okay. yeah. cells. Um, and in each one is just a creature in various stages of infection. Okay. But the first one to your left, you see that pseudo-wudo just back to you in the corner eyes covered and there's this little maybe foot tall pink little plush doll looking guy Mm. no coverings at all Clefairy Mm. 
Hi. This is Tito. Hi, <laughs> Tito. And he shoots a little star across and goes, Tito. <laughs> this, uh, uh, rather remarkable little fellow appeared in our facility a week and a half ago. Just by His himself? little star display tells us he's from Xantha. Oh. Arrived out of nowhere and has been helping us with some of the more advanced cases. How is he helping? I wish I knew the specifics. Yeah. He seems to wag his finger. <laughs> what? And the disease ceases to progress for the specimen. Really? Doesn't seem to be a cure, but it does halt the progression, at least for a time. He just goes, Tito. <laughs> and Tito just wandered in here and... He simply apparated in our presence. Oh. As if... By magic, he was deposited in front of us. Yeah. Just when we were trying to figure out what to do. Tito appeared. Tito and arrived. knew what to do. He's our little blessing. She'll kind of like rub the top of his head and he's uh, like... For real. You're welcome. <laughs> Tito. Interesting. And he'll just kind of like skip over to the pseudo-wudo and just... Knock on the window. Pseudo-wudo doesn't move. Just... You try to do anything else, Tito? Feel like get better soon. Okay, right, all right, Tito. And then he just goes. I just goes on to the next window. Doesn't seem to. Oh, that's all that happens is a finger. Yep, he in just the wags air. his finger. What the heck? I wish I knew, but when modern science fails. Tito's in... Tito seems to be in his element, so we just kind of let him do his thing, and he lets us do ours. Interesting. We stay out of his way, and on occasion, he brings donuts in the sort of cleanup area, so... Wow. Tito's very helpful. Yeah. We really enjoy Tito. <laughs> he brings an air of levity to this very serious room. Yeah, Tito's... Tito's a moonbeam. Now for one of our more... mysterious subjects... She'll walk to the room next to the Sudowudo is currently empty. No lights are on. Okay. The third one is rather mysterious as there's a plexiglass lockup box in front with three Pokeballs in it. Mm. And in that case is a tiny it looks like a it looks like a like a trainer card, but not like your trainer card. Okay. It looks like a trading card of a trainer. And etched onto the back in weird, some sort of crayon, maybe a pen, you see the name Wyman Coover stitched onto the side. And as you come to this glass, you see a small bushel of tentacles just kind of lopsided on the floor, sitting down. These tiny purplish-green shoes kind of perched in front of it with these sort of Skechers light up algae and suddenly it clicks for you it's this is Milo's rival Tangela yeah that people have been asking me about for months <laughs> and now finally they get an answer to hey is Wyman okay no I'm sorry no I rolled for him and he, and he failed so you see Wyman Coover I didn't remember his name 
It's okay. He's seated on the floor. These, like, pupilless oh, no. silver eyes Wyman. stare straight ahead. And I, and by eyes, I mean literally just one. There's just one big central silver eye staring blankly at the wall as the tentacled mass. It looks like somebody took a meatball, covered it in spaghetti, and just plopped it down. Where usually for a tangela, everything is in constant motion. Right. They're kind of pranksters, but otherwise pretty jovial. Yeah. Completely hard to read. There's no face to read. But there's these long sort of pseudopod-like... It's like at the end of a squid's long tentacle with those big suction cups. Yeah. But with like barbs and needles on the end. Just sat out to the side. Uh And it's just staring straight ahead. As far as we can tell, this poor deer's name is Wymond. He had a badge case on him. Seems as though he may have been attempting the gym challenges, which I wasn't aware that was possible. (laughs) But he also has these these three um, Pokemon registered to his own name. Thankfully, those three deers are they're not, not infected. Okay. It appears they were contained at the time of his Fiction. corruption, but <gasps> no, where we are unsure of how best to proceed. How did Wyman dead up here? Do you know? Wyman was found in the remains of Mayburn, as far as I understand. Oh. Um, what little word we heard is that the poor deer was standing in defense of a town that otherwise had no one watching out for it. Wow. For what it's worth, he did manage to Jeez. partially subdue our other subject. She points across the hall to a mostly moon-touched Neuvern. Mm. One eye still present and the other one stitched shut. Half of it similar to Bang. Half of it completely terrified and the other half looks killing machine ready. And it's just... <laughs> seems as though our poor dear... Read the situation quite well, held back his own partners, and faced the threat by himself. Jeez. He's a hero in there somewhere. Yeah. What the heck? Any attempt to examine him more closely has resulted in... danger, to put it lightly. Right. He lashes out quite a bit. Um, It seems as though... Whatever natural properties he usually had has been replaced by something else. He's very aggressive and has a very potent, sticky substance on the outside of those tentacles that make it very hard to break away. Mm. Makes him quite dangerous in the case of spreading his infection to others. Mm. And as Tito walks over to you, kind of tugs on the outside of your <laughs> incredibly thick hazmat getup, and it takes about a minute for you to notice, because he's got tiny little Tito hands. Yeah. And he's just... <laughs> and then eventually he just goes, look down! <laughs> What's up, Tito? And he just goes, why, Yeah. Sad. Not okay? And he goes, Dangerous ability. Oh. 
So did Wyman come in like this or he's been getting worse here? He was Wyman in this was state? delivered to us like this. Okay. He was quite hostile until yeah. we got him in the room and got everything away from him. Okay. So Tito hasn't tried anything? We have not let Tito into the room. Oh, Tito has to go in the room. So. We're with our pseudo-wudo friend. Almost no level of stimulus generates any reaction. Or poor Wyman here as soon as the chamber decompression is lifted. He's active and ready to go. Mm. Is it the the tentacles you're describing too? Is that the same ones that were on uh um who was it? Huntail? Yeah. They're very the very same. similar when you're looking at them. Okay. Um and also on like Dragon yeah. and partially to Gumi as well. Yeah. Um, although Gumi was more like a like the little squid from Finding Nemo. <laughs> it's like starting to grow tentacles. <laughs> you guys be me. <laughs> kind of like that. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, that's not good. <sighs> well. I mean. It's kind of frustrating that there's not anything you can do. How are you doing it, Tito? <laughs> he just goes, positivity. <laughs> and he'll kind of, he'll kind of think for a second and then go, shuckle. Yeah. Dangerous ability and point towards Wyman. Oh, help suppress his dangerous ability. You can get in there. Okay. I'll try it. And he just goes, <laughs> you did it. Uh, do I have to pull up Shirley? Oh, yeah. Now. Shirley Whirly. There is a sort of like feeding hatch because these are also capable of storing people in most circumstances. But as nobody has seen a moon touched person. So far as they know. Yeah. They're not being used for people at the moment. Um, Dr. Ulane will kind of scan her badge and open the feeding hatch. Well, I suppose, Tito, it hasn't gone wrong so far. If you'd like to try, you don't have to send Shirley out because okay. Shirley's just been giving you these jars. Okay. Um, but Tito is like... Throw it in. All right. Hit him! You're said than done, Tito. Get him! He's like... <laughs> and he just goes... And a little hand kind of shows up on the inside of the glass. Oh. Nice. Okay, I'm going to throw the, the jar at the hand. <laughs> just pours it on Wyman. Just pours it on Wyman. And there's this awful, shrill, uh. shrieking sound of... <laughs> as the purple... Tendrils kind of pull away, and you see at the inside, it's, it almost just looks like a giant ball bearing. It's just an, a fully silver orb in the center of Wyman. And those two shoes just fall away from the orb okay. as the tendrils kind of pull to the back. And as Tito just looks in there... He's looking at the orb? Yeah. He's just kind of scanning at it. Okay. Hmm. Give me a perception check, peoples. What are you you can do this. Tito, tell me your secret. Tito! I swear to God, if you say positivity again, Tito. Positivity! 
Perception. My thoughts and prayers. <laughs> uh, 19. Okay. Um, Tito, similar to like the genie from Aladdin, okay. is like pointing his little, his little hand? translucent hand down at the sort of silver orb. Yeah. And just goes, corruption. That's the corruption. How do we get some anti-corruption in there? Remove it? <laughs> yes, Dito. How? <laughs> Super wise. Very low intelligence. <laughs> Tito's like, you should do that. <laughs> I don't know how. I thought you've been doing it. So, kind of. So what he's been doing is Preventing wish. It? Oh. He has been wishing for it to ah. not spread. But that's a limited amount of time. Right. But once they hit a point like Wymond, wishes only get you so far. It's similar to what Star can do. Okay. He has different effects. Okay. But but it's similar. Yes. Okay, Tito. That's what so you mean by positivity. Yeah. <laughs> you just wish for it. So Phoebe, um, go uh, ahead and do... Let's, let's put your new skills to the test. I would allow medicine... Okay. You could go really off the wall. You could throw an Arcana check. Arcana is going to be a higher DC, but a much clearer answer if you succeed. Okay. Medicine could go a couple different ways. Let's. I'm going to go Arcana. Arcana. I, okay, I'm we love trying it. Trying to figure this so out. You are proficient in it. It is an intelligence-based skill. Um, if you want to do an Arcana check, just go ahead and throw one for me. Come you're on. You're going to add your intelligence, and you're going to add Come your proficiency, on. which should be three. So basically, if you're proficient in like an intelligence skill, you can just roll that, and we'll say it's Arcana. Because I don't think it's on your sheet. Yeah, it, it is on my. Oh, sheet. it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Per even better. So then, yeah, go ahead and roll an Arcana check. You do this. Come on, Phoebe. Come on. Come on. I would go so Speak. far as to say that Tito is assisting you. Speak to me, spirits. Yeah, I'll say Tito's assisting you, so he will give you advantage. But it's a pretty high roll that we need. Although that seems like it's pretty good. 19 plus the modifier is 25. 25. All right, Phoebe. You, having seen enough times Milo rip the corruption out of a creature such as Wyman right now. Yes. Um, you are aware that similar to reducing them to almost dead. Yeah. Shirley's acid seems to be exposing a weak point. Okay. If you were to use a method of perhaps extracting hit points or the equivalent from that seed of corruption, mm. but not to pull it into another creature, mm. you could probably extract the corruption in a sort of jerry-rigged system. But it Unlike has to go with into Milo, where Milo can pull it into himself and destroy it, Okay. You would have to put it somewhere. It has to go somewhere. Yes. So if you were to come up with a method where whereby you could extract some basically some hit points to put it in game terms because this is okay. arcane knowledge for Phoebe. Okay. But for you, if you were to sort of steal hit points from this Tangela Orb. and not take them into the creature that's stealing the hit points, yeah. you could potentially rip the root of corruption out, you would just have to find a way to destroy it after you're done. 
because it's a really high roll. Oh, like once it's removed fully, mm -hmm. like so once and it's, it's out, in whatever yes. that has to be destroyed. Yes. Okay. So basically, what you would be doing is similar to dipping a syringe into something and extracting what's within. If you were to do like a blood sample, it's yeah. similar to that. You'd have to find a way to pull the essence of the corruption out of that sort of metal ball, leaving behind just Wyman, and then destroy the essence that right. you've pulled out. Right. Which is the thing that Milo's been doing. Right. So you've seen that happen a couple times. Okay. But now the sort of the ball is sort of in Tia's court to figure out how do I get from here to there? Yeah. But those are the those are the steps that you're able to piece together. Okay. As these sort of tendrils kind of reform around the ball. So all okay. you'd have to do is throw in some gastro acid, and then if you can come up with the plan from there, okay, it might work. Okay. Mm. We'll see. Mm. Okay. One. I'm just gonna write something. No, down you're good. Really quick. You're good. Okay. Because the other thing to consider is this isn't like one day, one afternoon when you're down here. Like right. you're starting to piece together. Okay. We put the we put the gastro acid on. It pulls away from the center, exposing this sort of inner core. How then do we sort of destroy this? Okay. How do you extract and then put it in something else and then destroy that thing? Yeah. Hmm. Because a Pokemon just using a move that extracts, it would go to them. Potentially. Unless they were to try to not let it. Right, but that would... It's dangerous. Yeah. It's a risky play. Yeah. Because the default of the move is to mm -hmm. go back to the So it would be similar originator. to um, learning a move in the past of making a, like a constitution save, basically, to alter the effect of the move. Oh. It would be similar to trying to learn a new... New move? A new move. Because it's doing something that you already can kind of do, but, but doing it really. in a completely different way. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Though so you did get a pretty high arcana check. Um. I'm just writing stuff. Yeah. Really so quick. the only other hint I will throw in for you is the amount of corruption for one creature, if you were to spread it out, mm -hmm. could be absorbed by a number of different creatures. It would just minorly affect all of them. Um, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to introduce to you the thing that I've been kind of finagling into most everybody's um, alone time sessions so far. Your... Pokemon, your whole team mm -hmm. has a score now that I'm going to endeavor to make sure that you guys can see okay. going forward called okay. morale. And their morale is determined by how long they've been with you, okay. their general opinion of you, and how on the fight or flight scale, how far into fight they lean. Okay. So your starters, like Nubster, yeah. is a 20 out of 20. Right. He will literally fight and die for you before right. he runs away. Right. But someone like... Deerling? Yeah, someone like, say, Astrid, who has been around for a little bit, yeah. but has seen Gumi and Huntail and crazy, Dragon crazy. and Bang 
Your teams have talked. They can converse with each other. Right. They have talked with those that came back. They know what they went through. Right. They have their limit of how long they will stick with you. So what I'm getting at is say you were to have Sage or Gleek absorb to pull the essence away. If Sage were to take that full hit, he's going to take a substantial hit to his morale. Mm. If you were to, say, spread it out among a couple of your team members, they would each lose one instead of one of them losing like five or six or seven or whatever the number ends up being. Mm. Um, is that like going to be role-based or... No. Okay. That is just guaranteed. Um, that's if you don't want to do, do like the amount. sort of constitution check. So there is a number of corruption yeah. that you will take a hit from, but because this is the first time you're doing it, oh. it will be a mystery. Right. So you basically okay. have to make a, a very difficult, unenviable choice mm. where either one of your teammates that is capable of extracting hit points can either make the con save, and it's all or nothing for them. They either successfully divert it, mm-hmm. or they take the full hit themselves. Mm-hmm. I will let you know none of them are going to become moon-touched immediately from the failure. The number's not that high. Okay. Um, but the morale goes from 20 down to 1. And if it drops to 1 or below, if they're at 1 and their morale takes a hit to 0, they become fully moon-touched from there. Rather than it being save or die okay. in every possible encounter, it's right. a wear-you-down kind of thing. Okay. Um, for you guys, because you fought these things enough, you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah. But if their morale starts to get low, I'm talking in the five to one range, there is a solid chance that when you send them out on their turn and you say they're going to do this thing, they're going to disobey you. Okay. They might dodge. They might run. Okay. Um, and if that morale starts to get even lower and you're fighting a moon-touched creature, they'll probably just turn tail and run. Okay. So their their sort of love, their bond with you is setting their morale right now. Right. The only way to bring that back up is to get a really high roll, as in like you almost have to crit on a morale check. So if, if something is trying to moon touch you and you crit that save, your morale will go up because you're like, you have no power here. If you succeed normally, there's no change. If you fail... It probably won't move, but if you fail by a ton or get like a natural one, it's going to mm. drop by a couple points. So morale is suddenly going to be a, another bar for you to balance, but this is a perfect way to let you know if you try to save Wymond, there's a chance that either one of your guys is going to take a pretty substantial morale hit or you can spread it out across your team. Mm. Because Milo's not there to take that corruption in and destroy it, this right crazy psychic powers right those are sort of the options available to you because morale is new okay i'll kind of make sure i break that down a little bit better um the only other person on your team that i will let you know that is starting from 20 is claremont Mm. because his bond with you is unbreakable this guy would he would die before he lets you get hurt uh bb is also quite far up there everybody else is somewhere around 15 okay um nobody is starting on your team below 10 Okay. So just so that that's kind of out there, and right. I'll make sure that you guys get these numbies in uh, future sessions, but for now. Okay. Okay. Um. But that is an option for you. Hmm. I see you may have perhaps stumbled upon another option. Entirely possible. I think it's. I think it's entirely possible. Well. 
Um, does that, would that make sense if you could, I mean, I guess we could test it out mm -hmm. before I start trying this on like team members. Yep. Um, if I use the staff uh -huh. to, to make the rune of purify, can I uh -huh. put the corruption in the rune? Yes. And that then is another that option. That's another option, but I wasn't going to hand that one to you <laughs> because I'm so proud of you for having your documents in front of you. I love it. I love it when the players come prepared. Yes. So yes, that is absolutely an option. Um, you could do that as many times as you have charges, which right now your staff's at full because you've gone a couple days without using it. Okay. Um, so that is an option for you. Okay. Um, and that one, because it is expending a resource, there's no roll required. It just, you could just purify okay. it while the corruption's on its way. You can just fix it. Okay. But because that's a similar method to what Milo is doing. Okay. Um, it's it, but not it's even a... similar. It's the exact method okay. of what he's doing. But the only option you have is to destroy it. Where Milo can be like, I'm going to transmute it into a water stone. <laughs> Yours is like, I'm going to turn it into dust. Okay. Okay. It's going to go away. Okay. Because <laughs> you have nowhere to put it because the staff can't absorb it. Yeah. It will just get rid of it. Okay. Matter can be destroyed. <laughs> with a de-atomizing laser. <laughs> so yes, that is an option for you as well. I just didn't want to hand that one to you, but you remembered. <laughs> so proud. Okay, so let's let's try that with... I have something weird. I'm going to try. <laughs> Tito's like... Tito. Try me. Let's... <laughs> I got this cool staff. Ooh, <laughs> shiny. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to make a rune. Okay. And we're going to try to suck out the the corruption. Okay. Using a charge. Tito will hold the sort of gastro acid over Wyman and is like... Ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As once again, the tentacles kind of... <laughs> Pull all the way to the back, and you just see this marble just sat in the middle of this room. Okay. What does your rune look like? What, or sort of, how does it manifest as you kind of like Sailor Moon spin your staff <laughs> and clock it down? <laughs> moon prism power! <laughs> uh, what does the rune look like? Yeah. For just, purify? Yeah, it doesn't have to be super in-depth, but um, in the sense that... When, like, where for Bentley, like, a, a symbol of safety is, like, the staghorns. Mm. What to Phoebe is a symbol of, like, purity? Or... Oh, of purity? Of, like, like cleansing. Yeah. Um... Like, is she, if she's spiritual, is it, like, a, right, is it right, like, right, a, right. like a geode or something? It's like a little tiny rock collection. And you're like... <laughs> if you're, you're like, quartz! <laughs> For absorbing negativity, like what, um, like what kind of springs to mind for you? No, I think it would be very like uh, um, a very obvious thing of of just like a a hand. Okay. Like entering the the corruption. Okay. Right, and then like pulling it out. Okay. And then. I don't know, like mushing it or do it like a, a whirl and then it's it, uh, sucking it into its palm and then it's just. Okay. So uh, similar to Tito's hand. Yeah. Yeah. It just. You do yes. the vape trick 
and then the, the, the corruption around the center Adam. of Wyman is just slowly ripped away, and you can see beneath that marbled exterior as the sort of purple is drained from the vines. They re-encompass the center and wrap around in a nice, healthy, vibrant, like emerald green. As the hand just... Like a like a close up magician goes. <laughs> where did it go? And then disappears. Tito's like high five with his hand over to yeah. where yours was, yeah. and they just pew, and they both disappear. As Wyman. Is he normal? He's normal. He's just Wyman! stood in this little room like. Dr. Ulane is like completely speechless. Dr. Hansen didn't say anything about this. No wonder he was singing your praises. You're incredible. How did you do that? With a rune. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a long story. Sure. Um, it's definitely not anything scientific. <laughs> Neither is any of this. <laughs> it's true. But... I think wow. that's why it worked. <laughs> Can you do that again? I think so. Can you do it two more times? Yeah. All right, for the sake of brevity. Sudi Woody? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You Sudi walk Woody. over to Sudi Woody. Sudi Woody. And Tito's like... Kind of pours some gastro acid on the outside. And it begins to just kind of coalesce down the like the front of its face yeah as you see a pseudo normal eye just look around terrified yeah and you just pull the corruption away again and then you rinse and repeat for the noivern it works three for three but you mark uh, off three charges of that that staff there three charges as three of those charges off that staff disappear you manage over the course of a couple days to kind of crack the the sequence that is how milo manages to do this but you did it as a as a mortal you're like <laughs> i have cracked you're like science and magic why shouldn't they work yeah. together <laughs> um at which point a beautiful symbiotic relationship yeah on uh Towards the end of, like, probably your third or fourth day down in the infectious disease ward. Yes. You and Dr. Ulane are just kind of sitting, eating some donuts with Tito. Yes. Um, and your pager goes off. Heck yeah, Tito. And there's this massive oh rumbling in the building above you. Oh, boy. I don't like that. It's even, like, the kind of cups on the table are like, uh, And Tito's like just like, and just pushes it back to the, away from the edge of the table. And it lasts for about three seconds. Okay. And then it stops. We must have had an earthquake. An earthquake? I suppose we should check up ahead. Okay. And as the two of you... With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. 
there are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Kind of decontaminate and, and finish the rest of your exit from the infectious disease ward. You head outside. There's a pretty substantial dust cloud kind of settling over Ambercrag. And as you look way down in the distance, there is a tremendous wall of water flowing away from the region. Oh, okay. I thought it was coming this way. <laughs> it's like, what? As it just... I'm not prepared for a tsunami. <laughs> there's just a wall of water, and thankfully you don't have to be as it's flowing away. But you see... What the heck? A new sort of rocky island about 600 feet off the coast. Just show up? That seems to have just landed and everybody is looking up towards the Sierras. Okay. As a massive chunk of rock from that mountain has just been sheaved clean off. Excuse me? And there is a blue plume of smoke and ash just just on the other side of the mountain from you. Which would put it in roughly Watalonga. What the heck? Well, that can't be good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. And you get a uh, you get a page from Doctor Hanson. We may need an extra set of hands. All uh, right. Don't suppose you've seen the cloud? <laughs> As Doctor Lani's like, go. Okay. Our Everyone down there has been taken care of for now. Right. If anyone else comes in, I'll, let, I'll let them know that we have we have a miracle worker on hand. And Tito's like, two. She's like, <laughs> yes, true. yes, true. Tito, we have two miracle workers on hand. Wait a second. So Tito, is his wish can't cure it. Correct. His can wish only... can stop it from progressing for an amount of time. Did Tito try that, though? Tito has been trying. He's like, like, go be away. cured. And it's just like, it just stops. And okay. he's like... Okay. Be cured. <laughs> okay. okay. But instead, he's like, okay. "Well, whatever. Okay. Just okay. don't I'll get worse." I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But yes, as you, as you kind of head back into the main body of the hospital. Yeah. Um, Doctor Hansen's like right inside the door, um, and you can see a number of sort of flying Can't silhouettes heading over the mountain towards that that shockwave. Um, we've. Received a word from yeah. some uh, the the lovely folks the the routers the reuters the oh. the folks that run the the PG yeah, coop yeah yeah um, apparently there's been some sort of explosion over the mountain they're off to go uh, survey the casualties and bring back People? any injured so we are to prepare okay. a trauma center oh and you were so okay. very helpful before I wondered I have heard. You have a particularly strong machoke yes, yes. that may be quite useful yes. in the coming Claremont. moments. Claremont. Will okay. Um, Boysenberry doctor... could, could definitely help too. Yeah, Boysenberry would be very helpful. Um, um, Dr. Hansen and a number of sort of like orderlies just kind of head out and they all have a bunch of these, like those big like gurney things. Yeah. Kind of like. 
be pushed. And wheel people around in. Okay. And they all just kind of set up outside, and you guys are just watching as this dust cloud settles and the ocean's very choppy. So yeah. is that the mountaintop in the ocean? Yeah. It's not good. No. As Nothing ever good starts with a mountaintop being cleaved off yeah. and sent to the ocean. After about 90 minutes, that dust cloud kind of finally settles. I don't like it. All of the medical supply and personnel are kind of ready as landing one at a time with these large Pidgeots are bodies. Uh-oh. Pokemon and people. Many, many, many deceased. Many in, like, critical condition. Yeah. As Phoebe, I would love for you to throw a perception check. Okay. As these individuals are being carted through. Uh, unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Okay. Um, very good. As you are sort of helping Dr. Hansen and these orderlies just sort of get individuals onto gurneys. Yeah. You start to see some familiar faces. Oh. You see Diego. What? Isabel. Um, Diego seems to have a, a bandage kind of wrapped around his head, fully unconscious. And there's a little bit of blood kind of pulling through there. Um, and you hear some of these orderlies are like, um... Name's Diego, apparently concussion. Send him on through. Um, Isabel, fractured uh, wrist and a couple cracked ribs. Send her on through. Um, we've got a, we got a kid here. We got a kid. Um, name, name is apparently Ty. Diego's listed as his guardian. Send him on through. No. Um, seems to be mostly superficial cuts. Okay. Seems to be okay. And they're kind of sending these individuals through. Um, we've got a Ludicolo. Uh, uh oh. Looks. Some sort of chemical burn? I'm not sure. Send them on through. Um, we got a. We have a VIP. We have Remy. Remy Larue. Please send him to the um, oh the God. sort of critical trauma wing. I've got a dugong with a missing fin and a cracked horn. Your perception is high enough. This dugong is Rose. What? Rose is currently missing the front right fin, and a solid chunk of her back fin and her horn has kind of cracked off and one of her eyes is just swollen shut as she's being carted on in um, get this get this dugong over to uh, to Dr. King please we may be able to um, sort of staunch the bleeding as it gets worse I have a hound doom with a missing leg oh, and they no. kind of haul it up there as you see growl missing the front right leg the back right leg is shattered um, and the front right horn is also just blown off. And there's these horrible blue, like, chemical burns on everybody coming through. What the heck? We've got a croconon, no, no signs of life. As you see Crash. Where there should be a source stone on his back. There's nothing. There is a dent, and you can see spine and muscle. Get him into emergency surgery, we may still be able to salvage this. As he's being dragged in. Uh, you see a massive mag mortar that they cannot haul onto a gurney. Um, but he will not leave the side of Bentley Woods. Who has three massive stab wounds through the abdomen. And that same blue chemical burn up the entire front of his body. We've got a, uh, we got a local. I know this kid. This is Bentley. Get him, get him in. Get him in to help get in contact with his parents. This should be down the street. As they haul him in with Mortar. Mortar does not leave his side. He looks at you. 
with just a look of sheer terror, looks down at Bentley and is like, help, and just drags Bentley in. No sign of CJ. Oh my god. What the So heck? Phoebe, who do you help? <laughs> what do you mean, who do I help? You're one who person. Who do I help first? <laughs> yeah, you're one person. Who do you help? Oh my god. You said Bentley was unconscious? They all have... Bentley, Sorry, yeah. They all have blue chemical burns. They all have what blue chemical burns. Okay. Which it doesn't take you long to piece together if Crash's source stone is missing and there was an explosion. Mm. It blew up. Mm-hmm. What the heck? So who do you help? Oh You've got my Rose. God. Yeah. Growl. Bentley. Remy. Ty. Diego, Isabel, Evangeline, which is Remy's Ludicolo. You've got options. None of them are good. I mean, it's not like I'm stuck on one person, right? No, like, but just pick... who do you go to first? Um, I, you've spent enough time in this hospital to know. Yeah. Nobody that you have seen so far has been in this critical of condition. Okay. Um, okay, I feel like I should make sure... Uh, I'll start with Bentley, make sure he's, like, stable. Okay. So I'll go where he was sent first. Okay, you follow Bentley. It's not hard. Mortar's right by his side. As you run on in, you see Bentley is, like, extremely shallow breathing. Um... Very much unconscious. Yeah. And the three stab wounds are from very clearly serrated claws uh, that punctured clean through him and then ripped back out. And there's a black and green sort of, it almost looks like mold just stuck to the outside of this wound. Black, And green. it seems to be preventing it from closing. Green mold. Okay. Can I take like a, a, a sample of that without... Yeah, like as you kind of walk it. in, you can see everybody's just sort of looking him over. There's a big buzz of trying to get a hold of Tom or Helen. Okay. Because Bentley's a local kid. I'm These gonna, doctors know him. Okay, I'm going to scrape some of that off and then send it to Dr. Ulani okay. immediately. Just, like, send it down to her, have her figure out what it is. Very good. Yeah, she'll, like, an orderly's like, right away. Right away, Dr. Wilhelm. And they run down, so you're like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, shoot, things are bad. I gotta stick and pose. I gotta stick and pose. Okay, so you send a little a little sample of this down to the uh, the below side. And you can see Bentley right now is just one big bruise. Jesus. Because he was so close to whatever this was. Jesus Christ. Does it look, would there be any way for me to know if I did a closer look of like, was he stabbed first and then like uh, blown for that, away? For that, let's do a medicine check. Okay. Because you'd be able to tell like, Based on uh, based on how these <laughs> things are looking. Based on the the pattern of a burn. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you said medicine. Yep. All right. Oh, natural twenty on the die. Okay. The so you were able to kind of like CSI Dexter Morgan this. Okay. You look at Bentley, and you can see the initial stab wound. He was still active and sort of wriggling and quite healthy. Okay. When he was stabbed. When he was stabbed. Um, because the entry wound is very jagged. 
So something was trying to stab him or was stabbing him, and he was flailing trying to get away. Then he was burned. Yes. The sort of removal, that serration, really just made it worse. And that mold seems to have been placed there as soon as he was stabbed. Mm. Uh, Meaning that whatever stabbed him probably injected him with something. Okay. Um, And you can see he looks similar to when Helios first left him. Okay. Very, very pale, very gaunt, very sickly. Okay. And kind of similar to that Jolteon. Bentley oh. is obviously diseased in some way. Okay. Um, but until Dr. Ulane gets back to you, okay. who's to say from what? Um, and then, yes, the explosion sort of chemical burns. You're able to piece together with that. Definitely happened after he was stabbed, and it's likely Bentley was barely conscious, as it's primarily on, like, his face. Okay. And it looks like, like he, he was late. It looks like he was prone or had maybe barely was had been getting up before whatever it was blew up Happened. on it, but it, he had to be right next to it. Okay. But he is fully unconscious. Like, he will probably be out for several days. Okay. But stable? More or less. More or less. That, uh, that disease... For now? Yes. For now, he's not bleeding. Okay. But that... He's not bleeding. Whatever is on that wound will not let it close... And it just sort of oozes, just very gently. He's not gushing blood, but he is just oozing blood. It won't stop. Okay. It just keeps pouring. Um, I'm going to take some of the bandage and just, mm-hmm. like, wrap it around him. Okay. Just to see that'll stop the bleeding. That'll stop it. Okay. Yeah. It won't stop the, the infection. Infection, that's on there. right? But it'll stop um, the bleeding. Yes. And and Phoebe, you're very quickly able to see one. That wound is infected by whatever it is. Right. And it's also just infected because he's just been laying out by whatever was stabbed him. Okay. And then probably from what you can tell, he was floating in water for a while. Oh. He's a little pruny. Looks like a raisin. Okay. That's been stabbed. Like those guys that did surgery on a grape. Okay. What the heck? Of course they got into something crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then show up like this. Naturally. They just sort of show up. Like they've been gone for a week. And they just. And yeah. And then a mountaintop blows up. And they show up immediately after you know you know how kids is and all that playing with dynamite and stuff whatever it is they were doing who knows okay i'm not saying um i'll i'm gonna clean it then just to like clean it and then yeah. bandage it and yeah then... and they can give him like penicillin and stuff to keep right. a fever down but okay. they like even dr hansen they will say this uh this boy will likely be unconscious for several days okay um, which can, might be for the best can i look at mortar does mortar look fine mortar looks fine okay Terrified, yeah, but fine. I'll be like, I'll turn he's to mortar. Shivering because he's a fire type and he's clearly been floating in water, in water for a long time. Okay, so his flames are quite low. He's perfectly healthy. He's just terrified. Okay, as he's like, he's he's gonna be fine. We're gonna figure it out. Do you know, what? What stabbed him? I'm gonna point out his stab wound. What? Was it crash? <laughs> Alright. Uh, come find me. If he wakes up. Don't let anyone come... Anyone weird come in this room. Yeah. Yes. 
I like it. Except for the doctor's staff. Well. Somebody could disguise themselves. Maybe I'm getting too meta. <laughs> Mortar's real paranoid now. <laughs> Sorry, Mortar. I'm not helping. If you only knew what Mortar had just been through, he's like... <laughs> I don't need to put him more on edge. <sighs> okay. Just let only me and Dr. Hansen in here. Okay. As you can see, Tom Woods come. Okay, just get Bentley. in here. And, and Mortar's like... <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot his family's coming. His dad can come in. He's like, Mortar, is that you? And just comes running through. Oh my god, my boy. It just kind of looks at Bedley. He's like, oh my boy, I told you to be careful. You were only gone for three days. What happened? Do you know where he went? He said he was headed north. That's it? Yeah, they, w they went through the cave. Oh, they went through the cave? Went north. Is he gonna be alright? I think so. I don't know for sure. Something something stabbed him. Well, I can see that. <laughs> well, it's bandaged. You're not supposed to. <laughs> Quit, He's got bandages on his belly. Something, yeah, I, I don't know. I think he might be infected with something, but we have to figure out what it is. But he seems infected. He's, I think he's okay for now. He's breathing. Oh, jeez. It's like, come on, buddy. Pull through. And Bentley's just super shallow breathing. I went to the, is that the cave that, like, you can take a shortcut through? Hmm? Or otherwise, you have to go a long ways? Okay. The dangerous cave? Mm -hmm. Clearly. It's the cave that the Green River flows right on through all the way up to Fola and beyond. Uh, this is not good. What the heck happened? And where's CJ? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no okay. sign of CJ at all. I'll be right back. We're working on it. Um, Mortar's... Yeah, he's just rocking back and forth, and Mortar's like... <laughs> all right, Mortar. Using his very discerning duck eyes. Do you, do you need some tea or something? Can I get you... <laughs> Mr. Bentley, do you want Mr. Bentley? Mr. Bentley, <laughs> Mr. Bentley's dad. <laughs> Mr. Woods, yeah. do you want Tom, some tea? Or Tom something? is just inconsolable. He's just rocking okay. back and forth. Seems I'll, to be in shock. I'll go. I'll, I'm gonna slip out of the room and let okay. him have his moment, and then uh -huh. like grab someone and be like, if someone could bring like a drink or something for him in there. Mm -hmm. Here's dad. Um, a an individual that you haven't interfaced with with yet so far is kind of heading down the hall past you. Stops and just glances a little bit too long in Bentley's room and goes, My word, he looks rough. And just walks past Phoebe. Give me a history check. Mm. I know that voice anywhere. Yeah, you do. That's why it's a pretty low DC, but there's a chance that well, in the, uh, in what the am panic, I doing? a history check. History? Yeah. With all the hubbub? Yeah. That's fair. There's a chance that you're like, later. You and I are going to talk later. <laughs> <laughs> you peace. <laughs> Um, 17. Yeah, you know that, you know that very, very arrogant voice anywhere. But it just walks by, says that comment, and then just kind of folds into a mass of orderlies as they're kind of headed off towards the trauma wing. So do I lose him if I was to try to... There's potential. But some friends of yours might need some extra that's help. That's true, that's true. You've got to make a choice. Um, can I s no, who would have seen him? Did I get a, a, a decent look or does he look like everyone else? He looks like everyone else. 
but you caught like a glimmer of a golden eye yeah, look yeah. into a room before God. just heading off. And you're like, ah! Okay, you but know it's what? I, can, I, I know what I can do later uh, what, okay. to maybe try to find him, track him. Okay. Okay. Noted. Demon in the house. <laughs> Demon in the hospital. <laughs> oh no. Okay, um, I'm gonna go to crash next. Okay. You go to crash. There's currently only two sort of doctor individuals in here. Okay. Crash currently has no pulse. Um, the sort of crater on his back where the source stone should be. Yeah. You can see the veins that it had traveled to root itself into him uh-huh. have been just completely extracted. So it was ripped out of him. Seems to have been. Or does it look like it exploded on his back? Make a medicine check. Medicine. Uh, 18. Both. It looks like it was ripped out of his back after it was detonated. So basically something shattered it and then just extracted every last portion of it out of his spine. So they shattered it while it was still on his Crash was ground zero. And then ripped it out pieces. And then just absorbed every element of it. There is no sign on Crash of anything source-related at all. This is... I feel like this is the Oni. This is like the only thing that could (laughs) maybe take out Crash... With Bentley and, like, Mortar and everyone else there, too. Yeah. So the only leading question I have for you, Phoebe, is do you remember who has the Ambrosia? Um... I thought it was D. Might be. Because I regret to inform the audience at home and also Jordan, who doesn't know this yet, that's what it's going to take to get Crash back. The one that's left? His time I don't think of, I have it, do I? I don't believe so. I don't think I have but it. Crash's time of death is approximately two hours ago. Holy crap. Based on the explosion in his back and the decomposition of what's left of him. There is no life in those eyes. That jaw is completely slackened. And most of Crash is missing. It is like a hollowed-out crocodile. And on that horrifying note, Phoebe, that's where we're going to end your first week of helping at the Ambercrag Medical Center. Oh, my God. Because I'm going to give you some time to collect your thoughts. Phoebe's talents have grown immensely over the last week of training, but nothing could have prepared her for what just walked through the door. If you enjoyed this episode of Boarding Party, please consider leaving a like on the video to show your support. If you'd like to see more of the Tots and stay up to date on the Laris region, why not subscribe to the channel? If you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can follow the links in this video's description box to our Patreon. From there, you can join the discussions in our Discord server, or check out the post-show, still rolling, and get a recap of every session with myself and the crew. Let us know in the comments below what you thought about Phoebe's time in the Medical Center so far, her progress with Tito and the Moon Touched, and the arrival of so many of our friends and allies. Thanks so much for watching. We'll catch you next week as Bentley and CJ finally arrive in Watalonga and find it very much a changed place.